Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here, and there's been some great passive income debates on some of my communities, and something's really pissed me off. And that's when you have good debates about making money. Do you have to work hard or smart? You know, do you have to exchange your time for money or can you create assets? How passive is income? How hard do you have to set to be able to forget? And then people go on and pedal and pump all these schemes like make 1% a minute and try and scrape everyone off and opt them in to some load of nonsense, passive cryptocurrency, spread betting, gambling nonsense. And so I wanted to give you a bit of a warning. You know, I've always assumed that my followers, subscribers, you know, you as an entrepreneur wanting to make money, make a difference. I've always assumed you're smart, but I shouldn't make any assumptions. Don't be naive. If it's too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true. Now, you can make money quite quickly. Making money is a system. You can make passive income. All of the things that you want to do, you can do. You just have to look at the paradox between it being really easy and simple and never having to do anything. And then, you know, how hard you work to create the income that you desire. I've got 12 paradoxes that I'm going to cover around making passive income because I kind of like someone said to me, are you just a seller of dreams? I am a seller of dreams. What I do is giving people information, education, and sometimes a bit of a kick up the backside that you actually can create a business that serves a purpose. You can make money and make a difference. You can create assets that pay passive income. I get passive income from books, nine of them, audio books, seven of them, properties, over 700 of them, businesses I earn on all my staff. I have loads of CD and audio products and apps and all this kind of stuff. But I didn't just go, hey, I want to make passive income. I'm not going to help anyone. I'm not going to be of any service. I just want it all to rain on me. It didn't happen like that either. So let's go through these 12 paradoxes in a minute. But let me just sort of give you some pointers along the way. You know, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. And anything around automated betting or, you know, this 1% a day or you just click buttons and you get passive income. I've never seen any of it work. There's a lot of nonsense out there and you've got to sort the wheat from the chaff. But don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, i.e. just because they don't work doesn't mean passive income doesn't exist doesn't mean you can't make a lot of money in a relatively short period of time. I've seen people make decent money, i.e. for them, life-changing money, within months of starting up, sometimes a few months. But for some people, it does take longer because it depends on you, your time, your inclination, your transmutable experience, how many businesses you've set up before, how much you've learned, etc. So I kind of say it takes time, but not a lifetime. And like many of you went to school, went to university, got a degree, got a postgrad and worked 
11 years in a job to earn £27,200. It took you 15 years to earn £27,200. Well, I earned more than that in my first year as a property investor. And I'm not saying that to go look at me, but I spent seven years in the wilderness. So you could say it took me eight years, but it took me one year when I found the thing that was right for me. And I'm going to discuss that on this podcast and this live feed, because when you find something that you love to do and you merge your passion, profession, vocation, vacation, that's actually when you make money the quickest. And I've mentored some people who are like, I just want a model that makes me the quickest income so I can do what I love. But I'm trying to get them to think of it completely in reverse. Do what you love that also makes money and you'll do it much quicker than just, oh, well, I just want to kind of turn out to get a bit of passive income to do what I love. Why don't you do what you love and make money doing it? Surely that's the best of both worlds. All right. So it takes time, but not a lifetime. You have to work hard enough not to have to work hard. So passive income is true. Anyone that says, oh, the no income is passive and, you know, they're just dream stealers. Or, you know, when they say it can't be done, what they actually mean is they don't know how to do it. If you've written a book, it takes time to write a book. But once you've written the book, then it's an asset. So Rich Dad Poor Dad, 20 years old, sold 41 million copies. Think and Grow Rich. How to Win Friends and Influence People. You know, all of these books, and I'm talking non-fiction books there, of course, fiction books that have sold millions and millions and millions. But the reality is that took six months, 12 months, a year, two years to create. But then it creates a lifetime of passive income if it's created so that it doesn't go out of date. The Office, you know, the great comedy series, that took 20 years. Now, not 20 years of work, but started it, mothballed it, etc. And then finally got it going. Then when, when they got it going, of course, then they licensed it to the American series. And that must have made tens or hundreds of millions. I don't even know. It would have made a ridiculous amount of money. So there's definitely set in forget. But I'll come to one of the paradoxes about set and forget in a minute. Now, if you want the real get rich quick, which is not a schemey scammy get rich quick, but get rich in the shortest possible time that's real, that's sustainable. I believe this is the answer. You create solutions and meaningful products that solve problems for people. Stop thinking about it being an automated system. I press a button, I create no value in the world. You've got to create value in the world. So look at where you can create value. The higher the value, the more the income and the more passive the income. Because what you do is you create this value, you solve problems with it. And then you create assets around that value and the solution to that problem. Because in order for you to grow in society, you need to solve society's problems so that society can evolve, survive, thrive. So most people are trying to shortcut the solving of the problems. Now, the great thing is when you solve a problem, you earn the right and the knowledge to solve a bigger one. And the bigger the problem you solve, the more money you make. So look at the problems that Elon Musk is solving around fossil fuels and pollution. It's made him a billionaire. Look at the problems in the world that Bill Gates has solved, you know, with his foundation and, of course, with his software. And look at the problems Steve Jobs solved and look at the problems Richard Branson solved. You know, these entrepreneurs come philanthropists, these billionaires, they made more money because they solved bigger problems. So you can't get out of the way that, that you've got to solve. Now, when you solve other people's problems, you solve your own problems. Okay. Next, a lot of people on the other side are saying, oh, well, it's really hard and you have to work really, really hard and it's hard, hard, hard. And even someone said on one of my communities, it's blood, sweat and tears. And I made a bit of a joke because no one bleeds as an entrepreneur. You're not, oh, I need to make a grand a month. There's my blood. No one actually bleeds. So stop talking bull. Stop creating all these sort of sound bites. You're not in the third world. You've got an Internet connection. You're not ill. You're not dead. You know, you're not abused. 
You know, there's so many people who just living is hard. So, I, you know, it, this is one of the paradoxes. It's, you know, it's not like a get rich quick scheme is camp, but it's not really that hard either. You're alive, you're healthy, you've got friendships, you've got internet, you care about people. So go do a load of that and you'll make a load of money. And of course, it only comes once you've created the value. So a lot of people are looking for the system to get the money before the value. It's like people who want a pay rise. They go to their boss and say, hey, I want a pay rise. No, you do the job that pays double. And then in a restaurant, you have the food first and pay after. In life, you have to produce the value first and then you get paid later. Or do you, yeah, you know what I mean. All right, great. So next then is doing stuff you love is probably the best way to create a great income. And of course, income is passive if you do what you love, because you do what you love anyway. And you know when people say, well, if money were no object, I would just do this because it's not like work. I always say to people, most of what I do isn't like work because I'd do it anyway if it wasn't work. So that's passive income because you're not working because you're doing what you love. And then when you're doing what you love, you're passionate, you're enthusiastic, you're inspiring, you're a leader, you're an influencer. And then other people attract to you. So you do partnerships. Other people endorse you, sponsor you, create apps and products and systems and licenses in your name, which all creates passive income. Something to think about there. All right. So don't be naive. But I've kind of covered that anyway. Anything you've ever seen, aside from the 1% a minute madness, works. You know, you can make money out of anything. Gemma for our wedding bought me a beautiful chess board or handcrafted. So someone's making money out of handcrafting chess pieces. I have a pair of PMC Fact 12 speakers and someone put all their passion into that. Those speakers are 12,000 quid. So someone's made a decent amount of money out of that seeing a mug like me from a mile off. And if you look anywhere and everywhere, Duchamp shirt makers, you know, people who make lights and hardware, you can make money out of anything if you're the best. There's always room at the top. If you solve meaningful problems, if you care to understand what people want and need and give it to them. Okay, now everything works only if you do. Next then is I believe that the thing that stops distraction, uh, you know, a flighty syndrome, susceptible to get rich quick, vision stops distraction. So when you're clear on your vision, what you do and what you don't do, who you are and who you're not, then it's easy to go, well, that's not me and I don't believe in that. And even if I could make money out of that, I wouldn't want to do it. But this is what I do. Then the right models, the systems, the people, the processes all find you. Because when you tell the world who you are, the world gives you back what you want. If you're giving the world mixed messages, it will give you mixed people and mixed messages back. Okay, so if you want to build passive income, you actually need to build assets. So assets are what create passive income. Exchanging your time for money or working hard, 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 hard will not create passive income. But doing nothing and expecting some system or software to save you will also do nothing. So there are so many assets that people don't realize. A live feed video is an asset. A podcast is an asset. A book is an asset. An audio book is an asset. A piece of software, an app, a franchise, a license, some kind of process, some kind of checklist of the way to do something is an asset. Property is an asset. Your ISA, your ISAs are an asset. Your knowledge is an asset. Your ability to lead is an asset. People are an asset. There are so many assets, but people aren't building assets. They're wasting all their time. So spend a good amount of your hours in a day building assets. Now, normally what happens is when you exchange time for money, you get the money there and then, but then nothing after. But then when you build assets, you don't get the money there and then, but a lot more after. Like this is why I love holding properties. Mark and I just made a strategic decision not to sell 
one of our large buildings. It's an 85,000 square foot block that we could get up to 120 apartments on the top floors and keep the bottom floor leased out to um, you know, a shop. And we decided that we'd probably rather just hold it and take the income. So, you know, we might be able to make three, four million pounds out of selling it. We might make four, five hundred thousand pounds a year out of keeping it. But if I live till I'm 90 and, or 100, you know, and I'm 38 now, so I keep it for 52 years, it's significantly more income. So try not to slay the golden goose all the time. Okay, right. Oh, by the way, Christmas number one is an asset. An album is an asset. Your brand is an asset. Look what Dr. Dre did with his, his association with Beats. Look what Dwayne Johnson did by um, doing the voiceover for the Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight and doing his joint venture with Siri. So your brand, your name, your reputation, that's an asset too. All right then, so let's go through these paradoxes of money. I'm going to list them for you quite quickly. I'm probably going to do a, bit, a deeper article and a, you know, an even deeper dive podcast on these because normally the advice you get is one extreme. You have to work hard, 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 hard to make money. But the problem is when you work hard, 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 dig, 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 dig the wrong way. You don't make any money because you're doing the wrong things hard. But then the other extreme is, you know, you don't have to do anything. You can make passive income. Normally, the reality is the paradox and it's the, the, the meeting in the middle. OK, so it takes time to make money and passive income, but not a lifetime. You have to set to forget. But then when you forget, you often need to reset. So with property, you buy a property, you exchange complete, raise the finance, get the estate agent to sort all the details for you and the solicitor, and then you get the letting agent in, the letting agent lets it out, and then you can relax. And then a tenant trashes it, or a tenant moves out, or there's some repairs, and then you've got to kind of go in and reset. So set to forget is like set to forget, and every now and again, reset. That's how my business works. I'm not involved in the business day to day. I'm not operationally involved. I'm only strategically involved. I rarely have to go in the office. But every now and again, and it's normally when my MD is away, there's a problem and I have to and now and again roll up my sleeves. And, and that's just the way it is. Now, I love going in and rolling up my sleeves and proving I've got value and that I've still got it. So what's wrong with that? Okay, you have to be active to create passive. So you're active first to create passive. But then the more passive you have, the more active you can be doing what you love. Okay, you have to focus on money, but not just focus on money. So some people are just focused on money. So they either sell and do stuff they don't love just to make money and they don't make any money because they sell out and there's all this emotional conflict. There are others that just focus on money and so they're greedy and then, you know, society will overthrow their money. But then there are others, oh, you should never just focus on money, just do what you love, you know. But, you know, some people are so hippie about money. You don't have to focus on money, just do what you love and the universe will rain the money down on you. No, you have to manage your money well to get more money. If you don't focus on money, i.e. price fairly, put your self-worth into your pricing, manage it well, budget it well, control it well, chase up invoices that are outstanding, manage your creditors and debtors and cash flow. If you don't, if you don't manage money, it will manage itself, i.e. out of the door. So the paradox is you have to focus on money, but not just on money. Don't just work hard. There's a lot of this American hustle, hustle, grind, grind, you know, hustle on their t-shirt, work hard, work 15 hours a day. You're a loser if you don't. Well, what if you've got a family? What if you do a job you actually quite like? You know, what if your health doesn't mean that you can work 15 hours a day? What if you don't want to work 15 hours a day? You have to find a way of getting good results working less. So you don't just work hard. You have to work smart. You have to leverage. You have to outsource. You have to lead. You have to build a team. 
You have to create assets and then repurpose them. So this live feed video is also a podcast. It'll also be a YouTube video. It can also be a blog. I just wrote an article for The Sun and an article for Virgin Disruptors this morning. So it might end up becoming articles for major newspapers, etc. So work smart with your time. Create assets and then repurpose them into multiple formats. Okay, strategy is better than scattergun. So having a clear vision and strategy is better than just trying to get multiple streams of get rich super quick. Okay, and also one minute planning saves five minutes in doing. My, one of my mentors, Brian Tracy, told me that. One minute planning saves five minutes doing. So in your day, don't just work hard, work smart. Create strategy, give yourself time and space to have ideas, to be creative. It's harder at the beginning and easier at the end. That's just the reality of any business model or sport or skill. Um, so you have to keep going and be there at the end for it to be easier. Most people aren't there at the end because they want it to be easier, but they want it to be easier in the beginning so they don't get to the end. So again, another paradox. Invest time to create assets that free up time. The next one, focus on service and solutions to make money, but then focus on money to grow and diversify your money. The best investment you can make is in yourself. It's way more profitable and sustainable than any asset class in and of itself. Warren Buffett famously said that. And then the ability to solve problems and not avoid them is what makes people the most money. So people looking for these schemes and scams, they're trying to avoid problems, avoid it being hard, avoid having to work, avoid having to learn new things, avoid having to invest their time. But ironically, they're running away from the problems and then they create more problems for themselves. But if you if you think, if I solve problems, I have the biggest value on the planet, my customers, my followers, my fans will like me and follow me and you know they will buy lots from me and they will share my work and become my biggest evangelist and they know if they have a problem, they can come to me and I'll solve it, I won't avoid it. If society sees you that way, it will give you more business. All right, wow, that was quite a long rant. So I hope you found that useful. I won't summarize it because I've covered it in depth. So remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. So uh, if you haven't yet bought or listened to my audiobook money, please do. Um, I got a really great email from my publisher, Hachette, who said that um, it's their top seller last week, even over and above all of the fiction books. And of course, some fiction books sell millions of copies. So uh, that's a cool thing. We're making a difference. And it's thanks to you, because if it wasn't for people like you uh, listening to my audiobooks and physical books, then I would write a book and only my mum would buy it. So thank you very much for being a follower and for valuing yourself enough to educate yourself and to solve meaningful problems. Thanks for being a part of the community. I really do appreciate you. If there's anything I can help you with, please just comment below, ask me a question, tag me in or join the Disruptive Entrepreneurs community where I'm kind of a little bit more active. Yeah, thanks for all the messages coming in. Some people I've met and um, some people I haven't. All right, Mervyn has said, glad to see I've got over, gotten over my downer. Yeah, we all have them. And, you know, I don't hide that fact because I'm quite an emotional guy. And so when I'm high, I'm high. And when I'm low, I'm low. Um, but, you know, I just want you to know that it doesn't matter how successful anyone appears on the outside or how much they gob off about what they've done or the big celebrities and the people you admire. We're all going through the same stuff. Every human being experiences every human emotion. So everything that you've experienced, anyone else has, you know, guilt, envy, shame, remorse, um, self-loathing. You know, I was explaining to someone about writing my books. They said, do you like writing books? I love writing books and I hate writing books. You know, I, I have this sort of like, 
I, I, I'll write a good chapter or a good article and I'll just think this is the greatest feeling ever. And then I'll read it a week later and I think that's a load of rubbish. And then I'll have days where I'll just stare at the screen mm. and I can't get anything out. And I'll start to question everything about me. Can I do this? Am I a real writer? Am I legit? You know, this, you know, and I beating myself up. This is why it's really important for us all to build this community together. Uh, you know, and to share these experiences together. This is why with the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast, I'm trying to encourage you to be in the Disruptive Entrepreneur community because we're in this together. You know, there's not that many entrepreneurs in the world compared to people who have jobs. I was just writing an article actually for Virgin Disruptors and there's 543 new businesses set up a month, which sounds like a lot, but bear with me. But that actually prorated over the year compared to the population of the planet, which is now 7.5 billion. It's 0.00087% population, 0.00087 are entrepreneurs, according to that data. So we, you know, we're the crazy ones, we're in the minority. It's hard to find people like us who are doing the things we do, but we need people who are doing what we do to help us along the way because no man is an island. And you know, we, we need support and lifting up by the way, it's easier for someone else to lift you up than it is to lift you up yourself because you're in your own self. So yeah, thanks for tuning in. If you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Let's keep the conversations going and let me know how I can help you. Let me know if you're enjoying the content I put out on podcast or live feed. Let me know if there's any specific subject you want me to cover. I mean, we're nearly at our 200th episode and our two-year anniversary. I want to make sure that the content is fresh. I don't um, I was listening to How I Built This, which I think is a really great podcast. But over the last sort of five weeks, four of them are just old episodes that they're just putting out again. Why are you doing that? Give us new stuff. Come on, be creative. Get yourself out of yourself. Don't just pump out the stuff you did before. That's, a, that's cheap. I'm not having a go. It's feedback. By the way, their live interview with the founders of Reddit was absolutely awesome. So I love their work. But, um, you know, they need to ask their community what you want. And that's what I'm asking you. What do you want me to cover to help you with? Um, I am your humble servant. Have a great day.